Hello, welcome to Chopcast. Will you just froze? Again? Okay, no, you just changed your camera. Um, uh, welcome to Chopcast. Uh, <laughs> Braves are still World Series champs. Um, today. Yeah. Uh, but today we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, or a lot about, uh, our off-season plans, what we like to see happen. Um, mainly first touch on kind of the guys we got at the deadline. Um going to include Ozuna in the mix there, uh, since whoever we sign from that will be kind of a big indicator of what's going to happen with him. Um, And then talk about our position players that are either going to free agency or are in arbitration, and then the same thing with our relievers. And if we have time, then we'll talk about some guys outside the Braves system that we'd like to see come in. Uh, if we don't get to that today, then we'll get to it uh, next week when we start talking about more of a wide scope off season for the MLB. But uh, yeah, um, I guess the two big things that already happened with the guys that we're referring to for the deadline, so Jock, Solaire, Rosario, Duvall, and then throwing Azuna in there, because uh, Duvall declined his $7 million option, which was obvious that was going to happen um he led the nl and rbis so i think paying him seven million for a year is pretty would have been nice <laughs> if we uh, could have done that but yep. um and then jock declined his 10 million dollar option which i thought was pretty surprising that we even gave that to him in the first place mm-hmm. and that he denied it um i did not know enough about like what arbitration and options were before that and started researching it today. And I, that shocked me a lot more. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, so, yeah, in my head, that's pretty much saying that Jock is gone because um, mm-hmm. there's no way we give him more than $10 million or a long contract. No shot. Yeah, I, I assume he... Probably wants to sign a long-term contract somewhere, um, but bit of a bummer. But obviously, he's gonna live on. Yeah, he'll live on Braves fandom forever. So love what he did, but yeah, it doesn't seem like he's gonna be back. Unfortunately, I guess maybe he's just going to like test the waters of what he could get in free agency, um, which is pretty risky getting guaranteed ten million because I really don't think that he's gonna get more than that unless some team is just really really wanting him and like he fits yeah very well into some system but i don't really see that happening. yeah it could also be um kind of reminds me of like the melanson situation last off season where we offered him what the padres offered him and he just wanted to be elsewhere so there's a bit of like that personal you know like we can look at players as like stats and numbers but at the end of the day uh, they can have thoughts and feelings about where they want to end up. Um, hopefully he doesn't end up back on like the Dodgers or something like that. But um, I, I'm assuming he wants to ink a long-term deal. Yeah. It's still surprising me because I think he loved Atlanta a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I think he my, – my thought would be he's trying to find another starting position because that was the whole reason mm. that he left yeah. L.A. Um, yeah when granted free yeah. agency uh 
And yeah, he clearly wants to play, and I don't think he was. I mean, we even saw that towards the end of the you know the season, he wasn't getting time, and Solaire and Eddie and Duval were the three. Mm-hmm. But it's still, but yeah, I don't know. I guess we can speculate about it. We can speculate all we want about it, but you know who's going to come back and who's going to stay. Maybe he just wanted to, you know, take that first move. Yeah. Um. I think there's a chance he could come back if that's like if he goes mm-hmm. and sees what he can get in free agency, and if he doesn't get what he wants or what he mm-hmm. likes, uh, come back. Um, I guess he was yeah. just looking for that security in the long-term deal, but still, ten million dollars is pretty hard to pass up on, especially when yeah. you've been a platoon yeah. player basically your whole life. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, y'all, uh—if you just have to re-sign two people, or like have two of these people start. From Rosario, Duval, Soler, and Azuna, who would y'all want? Oh man. Well, I think that a key part of that argument we have to consider is the DH as well. Because um, if there's no DH, I think. I mean, there should be a DH. I mean, there absolutely should be, and I think there's going to be. Um, in terms of fielders, though, I think Rosario is a must, and. I, I, I'm I'm quick to say Rosario and Duval, we got to sign for the outfield and then Soler for the DH. If there's no DH, I think we we should sign Duval no matter what. Like he clearly is a pretty essential part of this lineup, and he loves Atlanta, and he's incredibly good. Uh, and then honestly, Rosario and Soler just flip a coin at that point. I I, I you can you can't put me on the spot like that. Uh, well, I did, so... Yeah, damn. Take it. <laughs> i probably go Solaire. Uh, honestly, Gut is Solaire. I mean, he, he just showed flashes of being an unstoppable force, and he was the World Series MVP. So, yeah, I'd take Duval and Solaire. Yeah. Will, what about you? Um, I think I'd do... Um, <clears throat> regardless of whether there's the DH or not, I'd do Solaire and Rosario, just because, like... I, mean, I don't think defense is all that important in baseball. And I mean, you have Ronald Acuna in right field, regardless. So left field's not le- not all that important. But, but will the Cardinals won five Gold Gloves and they almost won the wild card game? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not, tar- I'm not talking about that team ever again. Um, but no, I would lean towards those too, especially because I don't know. I've never been super high on Adam Duvall. I know a lot of people are, and that's fine, but I don't know. He just strikes me as one of those guys that strikes out a lot and hits a lot of home runs, which is fine, but... That's what he does. That is what, statistically, yeah. That's what he does. Um, So the plan that I would have, if we could have it... I mean... Obviously, I'd love for us to be like the Dodgers in this situation to just have all of them, um, which isn't theoretically out of the question, but is very, very <coughs> possibility of that happening and would be just kind of overkill, um, especially since Acuna would be back. I think we are trying to usher Pache or Drew Waters in at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Either or both of them would start on our bench this year. 
Um, and I mean, we have like Michael Harris too coming up, who's pretty damn good. Ooh, um, yeah, he's he's flashy. I like him. But uh, the plan that I would do, um, Jock's completely out of the question. If he's available late in the year and no one signed him, um, sign him for a small deal. Uh, but pretty much gone. Um, I would start with. Think about the impact during the regular season that each of these guys had. I mean, Soler yeah. uh, and Duval had about the same amount of time. Rosario had a much smaller sample size. Um, and then Ozuna <laughs> did, his, did awful. And then uh, yeah. maybe yeah. kind of started to heat up a little bit and then got too heated on one evening. Uh, after yep. injuring himself, after but, yeah, after the injury too, yeah. it just all came crashing down. Um, but I would start with Duvall. Um, he's definitely going to want a multi-year contract. He's not getting signed for a one-year deal, uh, and because I mean, this past year was more of his like, show me what you got year, uh, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he did led the NL and RBIs. Uh, I, I always I mean we're not last not always but last year I thought of him and even when we traded for him I thought of him as kind of like a off-brand Joey Gallo but I mean he was the better Joey Gallo this year uh, yeah Joey Gallo was off-brand Joey Gallo yeah, towards, yeah. towards the end of the season and like you could say well Joey Gallo is like a little bit better in the field, but Duvall also won a gold glove, which I don't really know how he did um, this year, but he did. Um, yeah. He's definitely not terrible. That was really caught off guard. By that. Yeah. Like, really <laughs> caught off guard. I think, like, feel like a lot of Braves fans were, and just people in general, um, especially yeah. in right field. In the yeah, NL. like, you think, <laughs> you think of all the right fielders. Well, like the yeah. incredibly notable at right fielders. Like I feel like I would have given it to Acuna for just half a season instead of Duvall for the whole season. Yeah, let let him let him extrapolate that data and just give it to Acuna. He deserves it. Um, Acuna won the first half of the season for the Braves. Yeah, we all know that. Um, but uh, I would try to sign him for a multi-year contract, and I'd keep the years shorter. Um, mm-hmm. I'd honestly go higher like amount of dollars per year and shorter years than the alternative um maybe a deal kind of similar to azuna's like the four year 65 i think that's what i was thinking as well like four four year 50 to 60 something like that yeah so i'd try with that um that would be my first priority um not meaning that I want him the most, but mm. I just think that, that would, each of these, if it works and if it doesn't work, kind of gives way to what we should do next. Um, I think right after that, you pursue Solaire. Um, and I'd first start with like a multi-year kind of cheaper contract, um, maybe even like three to four years for like 30, 40 million. Um, yeah. And see if he bites on that um if he thinks that he has a lot more to offer which i mean he hit 48 home runs two years ago so mm-hmm. it just see what that happens with that and then if he doesn't want that i'd offer him a one-year deal which i think he'd mm-hmm. be pretty interested in uh yeah which 
could be his year to like kind of prove himself again um, in a yeah. larger sample size. Uh, and I honestly don't think he's going to be that expensive. Um, I don't think I don't think he would. He would be. I mean, just statistically, he was an absolute beast for the second half of the season. But before that, he wasn't flashy or anything. And then, you know, his home run season was two years ago. So, I mean, I think you're right. Like, it completely tees up to be a prove-it year or prove-it deal, you know, for one year. Yeah. Which I think it should be. And I'd be so happy with that, especially if there is a DH. uh, Yeah. Which, I mean, regardless of not, like Will said, I think you signed Solaire still because Mm – yeah, uh, I mean, we did the same thing with Ozuna, and I think Ozuna is much worse at fielding than Solaire at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, no, Ozuna, Ozuna was a liability and left. But so then third after those, I go to Rosario. I think I mean I do the same thing with as I did with Solaire for a little less money um, with either the trying the multi year contract um and then maybe doing the one-year deal the difference with rosario like i mean he's been good and average up until really this point in his career um so i feel like the one-year deal is less likely to happen um yeah because he has a little less like potential to prove than solaire so I feel, and I don't think he's going to be very expensive either. Um, yeah, I think Rosario was um, seven or eight million a year. Um, yeah, he was making eight million a year. Which he had like a two-year contract with the yeah. Indians. Um, yeah. So I try that. I'm honestly, I feel most confident in getting him. Um, I agree. I agree. I, I that seems to be the consensus with a lot of people. Uh, I think that I would I mean, want him third most, yeah. or maybe even last of all these guys, which I'd still I still want all of them. Um, yeah. But why don't we Why don't we just get Dodgers money? Mm-hmm. Why can't we just do that? Just I mean, there's no cap. New owners. <laughs> um, and then so after all of that, um, I think with Ozuna. Um, so if you sign, if you sign Duvall, you can put him in either left field where he's natural or center field. I wouldn't have him in center field for the whole year. Um, but like the way that he would go to center field is if we did sign Rosario, um, in my head as well as him. Um, and if you don't sign Rosario, and you do sign Solaire, or you still have Ozuna, uh, or you have Ozuna and Solaire, you could either put him in center, or you, uh, have, uh, like, Pache, or if we re-sign Heredia back in center at mm-hmm. the beginning of the year, um, and have either Solaire, Ozuna, and DH, uh, mm-hmm. and if we have both of them, then have, honestly, I'd put Solaire in left field. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But... I think signing Duvall is in that first step. If that works out, the likelihood of Ozuna staying drops significantly. And I agree. If you sign yeah. Solaire, um, I think that Ozuna's gone. Um, yeah. With Rosario, yeah, I mean... 
because Solaire can be a DH and he can also play in the field. Mm. Yeah, um, I think it completely negates the need. Like all things considered, there would be no spot for Ozuna if Solaire's. Yeah, that's the main person. If Solaire is there, it really jeopardizes Ozuna being there. Mm. Uh, you could still put him in left, but you'd much rather have like anyone else out there. Um, but you sign you sign Duvall and Rosario, um, then you still ha- you can put Ozuna out in left field, or you or you have Rosario out in left, and then you have Ozuna as the DH. Um, if you sign Rosario and Soler, uh, that's Soler's the main feature. He's the main because like if you sign Rosario and Soler, there's not really space for Ozuna because you can't. You're not gonna move Rosario to center. Soler's not gonna play center. Um, Rosario would be in left. He's a better fielder than Ozuna, yeah. and the DH spot is not open. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think Solaire, if we re-sign him or not, is the big factor for keeping Ozuna. Yeah, yeah. If that was the only person of the three that we re-signed, then Ozuna would still be on the team, but... I agree, yeah, oh yeah, just objectively. I I don't think, I don't think Ozuna's going to come. In all honesty, like I, I know that he's almost definitely going to be off the restricted list. In fact, I think he is off the he, restricted he list. Is off the, he's technically on our roster right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's, I mean, he's going to come back next season. Um, I just think that, I mean, I, I can't speak for the clubhouse because I'm not in the clubhouse, but from what it appeared, he kind of lost touch with the rest of the team. And I don't know if they, I mean, clearly, Clearly, this team values chemistry a lot, and I just don't know if that would be too much of a wrench to throw into it. Um, but I think you're right. Just from an objective standpoint, if Solaire comes back, there's no chance Ozuna is. But if we don't sign Solaire, if we don't sign Jock Peterson, uh, I think there's a decent chance, maybe. But I'm just from a chemistry standpoint, I couldn't, I couldn't see it. Yeah, I don't. I think it's purely dependent on the th- how we sign those three guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you resign Rosario, it doesn't really do anything. Uh, and like out of context of the other guys, if you resign mm-hmm. Duvall, it makes it a lot less likely. If you resign Solaire, it's almost in, certain. You know, like yeah. certain that he's not going to be on the team. Um, yeah. That does mean that we have to have a trade partner for him though, because. Um, which I don't think would be too difficult, um, yeah. but and could be pretty beneficial for like us getting relievers and whatever. And mm. um, but yeah. Um, Will, what do you think about Azuna? It's tough. It's uh, really, really difficult. Um, I will say like the one big thing that like, I mean, obviously the elephant in the room of like what he did and everything this past year. But the other big thing is like, he really only had one great stretch for 60 games. He's like 31 or something. 
So yeah. he very well could not be that player. That could just be him hot for 60 games. Um, which, I mean, like, there were tons of players who, like, the first 60 games of this season, I can't think of anyone in particular who were hot teams. as hell or, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Or, like, like hot as hell or, like, just extremely cold. And then by the end of the year, like, um, so, like, that also needs to take into, be taken into account so, to where if, like, he doesn't come back, I don't know how big of a blow that actually is. He could be, like, a, that superstar, but, you know. Yeah. The thing is, though, like, the 60-day stretch thing, like you're saying, you could say the same thing about Soler and Rosario. Yeah. No, you very well could. Yeah, so, no, you could. I think, I mean, I don't think there's a an easy way out of this regardless. Um, I, you could make the same, like, case that it, it there is an easy way out of this as long as you get two of them because they're all just so good. Uh but there's also, I mean, it could be a lot of different things that happen. Um, I mean, if we trade Ozuna and then he goes to another team, especially like within the NL, if we traded him to some big team and uh, got back just it, like not a great return or something that we thought might have been a good return and then doesn't end up our way and um, look at that trade in hindsight – and, like, maybe the guys that we signed, like Soler, Rosario, Duvall, just all come back to earth. Because um, that's, I mean, looking at these guys right now, I mean, kind of including Ozuna as well, uh, you look at them all and you're like, I would love to have any of those guys on my team. Uh, yeah. And you, you see those names, you're like, those are good players who would mash. Um but, I mean, not too recently, like, they were bad enough to where they were either traded or not signed again uh, or beat, beat their wife, potentially. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. There's, there's so many different things that could happen. Um, let's... Let's do this again one more time just to finalize it. Um, just because knowing Liberty Media, the chances that we sign three of these guys are like, yeah, including I'm including Ozuna as a sign, um, even though he's like already on the team, um, yeah. is a lot less likely than two. Um, and all four is unrealistic completely. Yeah. Um, if I had to have two, I would, in terms of quality, I feel like I would keep Duval and Soler. Mm -hmm. I agree. I mean, I, I think du for, for me, Duval's a must. Like I think I think he's one of those guys that has so much like just like he's just such a valuable player um, for what he's worth, especially uh, to lead the NL in RBIs, but to go like honestly so under the radar uh, that means a lot. He can also play the field very well, um, and he matches home runs, which is fun to watch. He's also very clutch, uh, hits a lot of 
I think he was batting in like the three sixties uh, in terms of average with players and running or with like runners in scoring position and two outs and all that. So um, obviously, I don't need to explain myself, but I think yeah, him. And then Rosario and Soler. Um, I think it's kind of a toss up. I'd probably prefer kind of after our discussion. I'd probably prefer Soler. Um, I think he's very valuable. He also hits you know very well. Uh, I don't want Ozuna. I'll be honest. I, I don't like. If they bring him back, I'll be indifferent about it. Uh, but I think this team had something very special, and I just worry from like a chemistry standpoint. So that's kind of my you know overall thoughts on it. Just wrapping it up. Will, if you want to. Yeah, I, I. Yeah, I definitely lean towards Solaire for one spot, but it's weird for me because. I don't know. You'll have sort of changed my mind on Duvall, but typically, like traditionally, I just do not like high strikeout, big home run players. Mm-hmm. Um, with that said, I think I, I think Sam brings up a good point in terms of like chemistry and like how he fits into the team. I, I think it does make sense. Um, but so I would go. I would agree with Soler and du- <clears throat> Duvall, but like. I'd be fine with Rosario instead of uh, Duvall if it came to it. So, yeah. Yeah. If Duvall's asking for a lot of money, I'd be fine with Rosario because I think Rosario's going to be considerably cheaper. Which also yeah, makes, like, I think if we go through, like I said, if we go Duvall first and then Solaire and get Solaire to a one-year contract, have Duvall to a similar contract to Azuna, I think you can get Rosario for either a cheap one-year deal or a cheaper multi-year contract. I think Rosario is probably the most easily signable of these guys. Mm. And then Solaire being behind him, and then I think Duvall is going to be the hardest, which is why I have us trying to sign him first. Um, yeah. Probably should we get in the bullpen now? Yeah. Um, or actually, let's keep with position players, just since we're talking about it. Um, okay, yeah. The, yeah. Um, so, the free agents for position players. Uh, Will, if you want to look up, like, a, if you have baseball reference in front of you, and then just go to contracts, it'll make it easier, since you don't know a couple of these names, probably. Uh, but for free agents, we have Adrianza, Vote, uh, and then Rosario and Soler and Jock, obviously. Um, and... Then in terms of arbitration, we have Camargo, um, which would be estimated around 1.4 million, Heredia around 1.6, Arcia for 2.1, Swanson for 10.1, Freed for, and then I have Freed uh, listed in here with the position players as well uh, mm-hmm. as 7.1, um, which Jock was included in the list of arbitration for 10 million, but he denied it. So, um, he's a free agent and more, more than likely gone, it was, as we discussed. Um, so thinking of the other free agents, uh, Adrianza and Vote, what do you, what do you think for them, Sam? Um, I don't want to see Vote on the team anymore. Uh, I understand if we needed, like, a third guy, uh, behind Darno and Contreras, but... He just brings up like kind of just bad memories of where we were at at one point in the season. Um, Kevin oh, Smith. Yeah. oh my goodness gracious, Kevin Smith, ball sack. Um, 
On the other hand, I love Adrianta. I really think we should keep him. Uh, and because he just, I think a utility player is not underrated, but it's in, it's incredibly important. Uh, we had a lot of like issues and injuries this season, and he filled in very well. Uh, granted, he's a bit of a better like pinch hitter, and with the DH, I, I mean, I don't know how that would you know play out, but I loved him. Like he was great. He pulled through clutch in like so many different situations throughout the season. Um, set up the Eddie Rosario three-run home run in the NLCS. Uh, I believe he was the one that walked us off in that like crazy Phillies game earlier in the season. Yeah. Uh, just like a good guy, and I and looks like his salary is one point five mil, uh, which is a lot um, for what he is worth. But I think I'd like to see him back. Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I also wouldn't be opposed to not doing anything um i think yeah. that's usually how it goes with bench bats yeah. he proved throughout the year he is not a starter um oh, yeah. 100 he yeah. did the worst uh when he was starting but yeah he is incredibly good at uh just being a utility player i mean having a switch hitting uh pinch hitter is yeah. incredibly valuable uh and then can play basically anywhere um yeah and yeah, I really liked him. I think he did a lot better in the first half of the season and yeah, yeah, did stuff yeah. when we really needed it. Uh, and then, I mean, he didn't do too bad in the second half, but we just had better options. Um, mm. And... Uh, yeah, uh, there nice. it is. Um, but, Lovely. <laughs> but up until that uh, pinch hit he had in game six, uh, he was like 0 for 5 in pinch hits. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wasn't looking too good. I do remember also. Uh, <laughs> I was I was at a bar in Athens one day, and some dude who's very drunk was just talking to me about how much he hated Adrianza, which I don't think anyone had ever talked to me. Oh about. yeah, I was just so <laughs> confused, and he was talking about how he loved uh, Johan Camargo so much more. And I just kept saying, like, dude, uh, Johan has not hit a ball. Johan, <laughs> Johan, it's like Johan goes up to pinch hit, and I feel like it's like a joke. Yeah, he does. The, uh, like, he does the Soto shuffle now too. He does, and he like, oh pips, my god, like, like pip singles and stuff. It's so weird. He was and over nineteen. That, yeah, and I think there was a point where Camargo or Austin Riley was like a very legitimate debate. Yeah, it's so funny to me. Honestly, like I love I love Camargo, but come on, like you can't. I mean, he was our he was one of our better players, like yep. in 2019. Yep. Um, or no, no, not 2019, 2018. You can't 2018. be doing that. He also does. He can't be doing. Some players do this. I've noticed more now, but like he every time he goes up to hit, he like hits his batting helmet with his bat and stuff. Like mm-hmm. when he's in the like in the box, like just keeps hitting it yeah. like that can't it just annoys me i don't know if it's ocd or whatever it's like you're moving your helmet around <laughs> maybe this is why yeah. you're missing balls <laughs> um but yeah i'm i love adrianza i love what he did for the team um he's probably gonna want a little more than 1.5 if we re-sign him um i don't think he's worth more than 1.5 though uh but if we re-sign him for less than two i don't you get, i could have it either way um I think his value can also come just from any minor league contracts we really get, like, before spring training mm-hmm. either. Uh, 
So, and then vote. Yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, he's like old. Yeah, he's uh, 37. Okay, yep. And he was on a $3.5 million per year contract. So, yeah. no fucking thank you. He is fourth highest among free agent catchers in war, though, with point one. <laughs> That's not saying much about That's, I mean, yeah, catcher, I mean, that's... The only, yeah. like, viable uh, catchers in free agency this year are right? Manny Pena and Jan Gomes. Yeah. Which they're both pretty solid. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. I'm just happy we re-signed Travis. He, yeah. was, he, was looking, he was looking like his old self. And like later in the playoff run too. Yeah, I mean at the end of the year, and even at points in the playoffs, like he just kept looking like slow bat Trav, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, was not getting the fastballs. And then he just the World Series, he did so well, and it was so yeah, weird. He killed it. He killed. <laughs> he like he killed it. <laughs> yeah. Like he was, he was like in the top five of all these different, like, I mean, talking baseball and other podcasts who are like talking about potential MVPs for the world series. And I was like, I can't really argue with you, but that just sounds so weird to hear this. Year. Yeah. To, uh, yeah. The seven spot, the guy. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So votes easily replaceable um, in terms of our position players and arbitration. Um, Starting with Camargo for 1.4, I think that's an easy re-sign. Because uh, yeah. he's got, I mean, even though we just talk shit about him, uh, he's, <laughs> he's got so much talent. Like, he can be yeah. an everyday starter. And, um, and he's like he's like a triple-A all-star. That, yeah. that dude, yeah. He hit like 328, yeah. and like, yeah. and he was the whole year, basically. Um, yeah. And I mean, he was our starting third baseman in 2018, mm-hmm. uh, and one of our better players who helped lead us to the postseason. Um, and I mean, his arm, uh, is ridiculous. Uh, yeah. I mean, he, he's, he's, yeah. he's got like a faster arm than Carlos Correa almost. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to him starting on our bench for the year. Um, uh, if he can turn things around, like he is a very good player. And then I was going to say, he's got to, he's got to prove it a little, but he did kill it in AAA. He has all signs to point to him being someone that could fill in, and I agree at that at that price. Especially and, if you're going to re-sign someone like Adrianza. I think he'd have a lot of value in a trade as well. If we went that's, that, that is a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. One point four is nothing. Uh, uh, you tend to forget that like he would start on a lot of teams. You know. Yeah. So. Um. Heredia for 1.6. I am very on the fence. Uh, yeah, it's so tough. It's a little more <laughs> it's like, money. But... It's like left brain, right brain, dude. Like, I want to keep him so bad, but I just don't know if you can. Yeah. He was basically our mascot for all the second half yeah. of the season. Um, and, uh, and, like, that's just such an intangible, too. Like, you say it now, like, oh, we, we shouldn't resign him. That's too much to ask for, you know, a spot start or, like, a ninth inning center fielder, but he added a lot of value yeah. with like his energy. He, really he added did. a lot. And I mean, like in the first half of the season, he provided a lot of value batting in our eight spot and he was hitting like, yeah, that's true. Point. I, yeah. I remember saying, I remember telling you all the time, but before we started the podcast and probably in some of the earlier episodes that he was just like a pleasant surprise. This, yeah. 
Like he was just a very pleasant surprise. I mean, he just started out. He was one of those names I'd like see uh, some Instagram page post mm-hmm. like we signed Heredia to a minor league contract. I was like, who is that guy? I'll never see his face again. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I'm 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 either way with this one. Kind of like Adrianza. Like I would hate to see him go, but I don't know. It just depends on everything else he's not going to be i mean none of these guys are going to be high priority in the slightest um, nah, nah god but, no. uh yeah either way i'm fine with it i'd like to see him back just because of his like the attitude he has and everything um yeah but arcia for 2.1 i'm no <laughs> not, not a chance at hell no um it sucks because we did trade some stuff for him uh i mean like we traded chad sabatka so ooh, interesting that's i don't know than the last time i saw that name was uh, it was chad yeah. sabatka and uh, it was like a prospect in our 20s or something i can't remember it was another pitcher um so interesting it wasn't much it wasn't really anything um yeah yeah sabatka is garbage uh, garbage yeah i mean he had his time but wow yeah that, that struck a chord in me <laughs> wow Arcia shows like i mean he started for the brewers uh didn't he mm-hmm. will at one point that sounds right because i think on uh who did sorry say that one more time it's sort of cut out orlando arcia oh yeah he did he did because he has he's many... fine He's nothing great. Yeah. He had like a 180 average this season, and he was not really that great when he started for us. Um, When his bat's hot, he's like, I mean, he's a problem. uh, But it just didn't really connect. Yeah, it didn't didn't click at all. Um, Trying to find how much serve time he has. Uh... He's going um, going into his second year of arbitration. Yeah, so I mean, so it, he has it, this year coming up, and then the year after. Mm-hmm. Yes, he has four point one years of serving time. So I mean, he's been around for a while uh, and <laughs> made a lot of starts. So I don't know. I mean, not for two point one currently like if he uh, and he's not really going to have a spot on our team um no i no, honestly no. value camargo more than i do him still so like if dansby went down or austin went down i'd rather have camargo than arcia which would mm-hmm. not be a good situation still but um next guy uh dansby at 10.1 um so, I think we're probably just going to have to sign him to a contract at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, I mean, he's heart and soul of the Braves. You say what you will, he's a very streaky player, but I think at the end of the day, he's worth it. Yeah. And I think we should put effort into it. I also don't think that he's worth $10 million for one year, though. I, I don't think, I don't think he is. Um. I really just, I mean, he isn't like, I, I mean, I don't even think we have to tiptoe around it. Like he's not a 10 million a year player. 
Yeah. Like he's a first rounder, or he's a first overall pick, but he's not a ten million a year player. As yeah. much as we. This is Dansby. You sort of cut out when you said the name. Uh, he has a ten. Yeah. Point yeah. one million dollar yeah. arbitration estimate. Yeah. No, yeah. So probably go for a contract with him to try to work out mm-hmm. one because I don't think he's worth yeah. ten million for a year. Um, no, he's not, and I think he'd, be, I he'd also. Pro- What's up, Will? One, one th- sorry to cut you off, but my thought's important. Um, one thing that concerns me is like he is like face of the Braves, like one of them, one of the main faces, um, and he's very marketable. I'm concerned that like he's going to try and get more money. That's like my big, big concern. Because, I mean, he does probably make them a lot of money. He probably does. Uh, like, he just – I have no evidence to back this up or whatever. It's just completely – Other than, like, feeling. he's, got a, he's but, got a pretty face. <laughs> no, yeah. Like, he just yeah. – he, he feels like one of those guys that's going to ask for, like, $16, 17000000 million and then get it and get overpaid. He just feels like it, you know? So, that's, like, the big I, I, thing that concerns me. I see where you're coming from, but I think there are a few intangibles. Like he is a Georgia guy. Like he has talked so much about how much he loves being in Atlanta. Like mm. loves playing for the Braves. Um, like you went to Vandy. I'm sure. I'm sure he'd love to stay down here. Uh, but I do see what you're saying. Like in terms yeah. of just marketability, he's going to bring it. Yeah. I will say I'm pretty anti Dansby. So really? Like, yeah, I know. I'm pretty anti Dansby. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess sometimes I forget you're not a natural Braves fan, so it's good to have that perspective. Yeah, no, like, yeah, it's just like <laughs> I just you fucking like, asshole. <laughs> like not to not to dive too much into it, but like you know, the best way I feel like I could describe him is he is the poor man's Javier Baez, which is like oh, that I, is kind I, of I know it does. It does. Yeah. It is. It is true. Yeah. It is. I mean, he strikes out like way flashy, too much. Yeah. Flashy. Good defender, but like hits home runs, but strikes out way too much. I mean, it's a problem. It's yeah. a serious issue. Yeah. Also, Dansby's just an incredibly streaky player. Uh, that too. Yeah. yeah. I hate I hate uh, Javier Baez. So part of me died when I said that, but <laughs> I'm I'm sure he's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he's a little fake, in my opinion. Um, yeah. But I know I I still like him, and I I think. Uh, one of the like more intangible things about his uh, hitting is maybe it's not super evident. Like if you look at the stats, like with Duvall, it's very evident that he's just a clutch hitter. But mm-hmm. Dansby has been one of our most clutch hitters for like the last three years. Um, yeah, like yeah. he he'll just I mean <coughs> like we talked about him being streaky. He'll go like on a O for thirty. And then, like, I remember there was a point this year where some of my friends were even saying, like, back when Arcia was, like, just starting to get cooking in AAA, they're like, yeah. take Dansby out and put Arcia in. Uh, mm-hmm. And, I mean, I, I wasn't even super opposed to it either. Um, I still didn't agree, but I wouldn't have cared if we did it because um, mm-hmm. he was just that bad. Uh, but he just goes on these hot streaks, and, I mean, even – in the World Series, he still didn't have the best average, but it seemed like he stepped up all the time. Um, I mean, he had that game-tying opposite field home run against one of the best oh, yeah. relievers on the Astros, Christian Javier, uh, right before Soler took the lead. Um, 
and <clears throat> just kept seeming to get on base. Uh, it still struck out a lot, but and I mean, you don't you don't want a bunch of guys on the team like that? I mean, we already got Duvall, and hopefully we'll have him again next year. Um, and he does that a bunch, but. I mean, those are the main guys that strike out a bunch. It used to be Austin Riley. Hopefully, he stays yeah. on that trend. Uh, yeah. And I mean, Ozzy started striking out a lot towards the end. He goes very his his zone is pretty like true to the plate itself, uh, but he's just so up and down, like vertical, yeah. uh, just reaching either way. Oh. Ozzy doesn't concern me as much as Dansby because Ozzy will like walk. Dansby, like he strike not only does he strike out at like a very high rate, but he also is terrible about getting walks. So he's I looked it up, he's like eighteenth in walks or something this past season, which is pretty tough. Like last, I mean, yeah, excuse yeah, me. Close. Um yeah. yeah. Which is, yeah, he is not worth $10 million, so I think we're going to have to do some... I would think, since this is going to be his... This is his last year of arbitration. Um, yeah. So. I think. Uh, uh, yeah. No, next year is. Next year is. Next Actually, year is. no, I think... No, it's, it's this, this year. Yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um... You know, there's a part, there's a big part of me that dreams. It's that uh, the Braves sign like Corey Seager or someone. <laughs> Unlikely, I know, but oh, you, know, you got you to dream. You got to yeah. dream. You yeah. got to dream. Um, we signed Corey Seager and then Trevor Story and then uh, Carlos Correa and then uh, Mike Trout. Mike Trout. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, you got to move quickly through the rest of these. Uh, we're just going to go with uh, bullpen's pretty bullpen's pretty uh, easy. But, yeah, so Swanson, I, w- I would try to work out a contract for maybe like two to three years for a little money just since he, I feel like he'd be prone to do that since it's his last year of arbitration. He's not going to get $10 million. He wants to stay. I know he does. Uh I'd, and so I'd give him probably two years or three years of a cheap deal um, to get him to that free agency point, and then he can kind of show what he's got after that. I don't think he's going to get $10 million anywhere else. Um, Freed uh, is a $7.1 million option. I think you take that all day if that's a club yeah, option. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't even think we have to talk about that. Like That's, that's pretty straightforward. Uh, and it's his first year of arbitration too. Um, maybe he wants to work out a deal, but I feel like I feel like he'd be fine with it. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. If not, work on a long-term deal if he can. Uh, but he's going to be back next year regardless. Uh, relievers, free agents, Smiley. I'm counting him mm-hmm. as a reliever, and Chavez. <laughs> I think Smiley's gone. Uh, he provided the type of value that he kind of fit into his role at the end, but he's not worth the $11 million that he's paid. There's no reason we should keep him around. No. Uh, Chavez, like, he seems like a good guy, but no, nah, fuck that. Yeah. Chavez, I think, is on, on his way out. I mean, kind of would have figured that the whole year. Um, I think he's not going to get signed by anybody until, like, kind of when he was signed by us back in, like, uh-huh. June, just because – 
we needed someone. Uh, yeah, I, I I like um, I like Chavez. I I wouldn't mind us resigning him. I, I know age is kind of a concern, but you can also make the same argument for like Charlie. Uh, yeah. Also, like Jesse, just isn't not isn't that expensive, and he provided like a lot of value for us, especially yeah. during the playoffs and like towards the end of the season. So, he I, kinda, I mean, I could go either way on it, but yeah, he'd kind of been like what Josh Tomlin was to us in 2019. Yeah, uh, exactly. So yeah, I mean, I if we sign him for not too little, uh, or not sorry, not too much, um, mm-hmm. I'm fine with it either way, but. Uh, yeah um guys in arbitration uh there isn't a mark there like this there isn't an estimate for this one but chris martin my guess would be so he is in his second year of arbitration uh and he just come off a two-year 14 million dollar deal um so um sorry one second uh you go ahead and talk about him i gotta send a text real quick about chris martin yeah yeah i mean he's making a lot right now um i'm seeing seven million for his 2021 salary and i i don't know i've incredibly mixed feelings about chris martin because uh, i think he i mean he's shown that he can be absolutely just a beast he, he was kind of the Ronald Acuna of the bullpen for the first half of the season. Um, does get hurt, kind of made a glass. A little old, he's 35. Um, so, I don't know. I, I think the other sort of issue with our bullpen right now is we have four, one, like 100% bring him back, going to be a hard soul of our bullpen. That's Matt Segmenter, Smith, um, Luke Jackson. And then we have some fringe guys like Dylan Lee, and Spencer Strider that have shown that they can have good stuff, but obviously you don't want to center your bullpen around two guys that are not center, but like, you know, include two guys that haven't really shown too much. Uh, also going to have Jacob Webb in there, uh, who I think we should keep, to be honest. I think he's bounced back from a lot of adversity. I mean, he was a nice little piece in there. Um, but in terms of Chris Martin, I don't know. Like, you just... Seven mil seems like a little too much, but he has shown he's he's valuable, and it can be valuable. Yeah. Um, well, what do you think? If are you looking at Baseball Reference for contracts and stuff? Yeah, right now. What do you? What would you guess Martin would be around? If you have any idea. Well, let me see where he is. Because um, I think it's definitely dependent on what the arbitration would look like. Because I mean, I think he still gonna, has a lot of value. But. Little over a million dollars. I mean, he he's like thirty six, and then um, he's thirty six, and it's only his second year. So, I'd say like one. Actually, second guess, I'd say like at most one point seven, okay. like around there. I think if it's less than two, I think we keep him for sure. Because, I mean, he was our best reliever for two and a half years, pretty much. Um, and, I mean, he was still really good in the first half of the season. Just got injured and then came back and it didn't look the same. Um, he has really great stuff. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be opposed to giving him a shot. I mean, knowing what he can do, 
and already being in our system, I think less than two million or even two and a half at the max for me, for somebody that you've already worked with, um, know what they can do. Uh, I think it'll be lower. I think it'll be closer to 1.5 actually. Okay. Like I'm pretty confident I will be. So yeah, I'd take that all day. Um, just cause of, yeah, like I already said, what he can do, what he's shown us. Um, if he can reshape him, then that starts to look a lot better for our bullpen kind of filling out. Um, but, uh, Sean Newcomb, uh, at 900,000, I think that's an easy take. Um, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. cheap as shit. Uh, and yeah. I mean, again, he, he has so much stuff. Yeah. He just like can't be consistent. Um, mm-hmm. It start. It looked like he was turning it around, and I really had a lot of confidence in him. I I honestly was thinking that we might take him with us to the postseason, mm-hmm. uh, with how well he was doing. Um, but I guess we just wanted to be a little more. I, I don't know. Not throw him into that situation and maybe ruin him again. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of value. Like they nine hundred thousand for him is pretty nice. Um, so we had options for Dayton and Tomlin, but we already got rid of both of them, uh, which I think was definitely the right move. Um, don't think there's even any trade value with any of them at this point. Um, and it would have been, for Dayton, it would have been 1.2. I don't, I don't even, like, I feel like I could count the nickels that he would be worth. <laughs> Grant Dayton, oh my god. Yeah, um, he just... Uh, I he he is so hard to watch because yeah. he just has that like sweeping like you just know he's about to pitch a home run to the other team. <laughs> Here it is. Here it is. Wonder what it's gonna be. Uh, and then Tomlin would have been one point two five. So yeah, and he's no. not not worth that either. He's, I just he's not really worth anything at this point either. Um. <laughs> I mean, he's just, he isn't. I love, I love, no, yeah, no, I love no, no. Uh, let's be honest. No. Matchix. He's a charity. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matchix 1.5. Take that every fucking day. No, I'm not. God, I need it. Yeah. Inject that into my veins. Mentors 2.1. Higher than I'd like, but I'd still take that. Yeah, anyway. but it is. Yeah. Um, but, Jackson is 3.8. Also higher than I'd like, but still taking that. Yeah. Um, and then so the big one at the end here, to end it, we're not going to have time to go into potential free agents and stuff. Uh, what do we do with Rich Rod? Oof. He's 3.1. Well, well, we don't pay him 3.1, that's for sure. Uh, I, I just feel like batters have figured him out. Like, he, he just he just throws strikes and he throws fastballs and he's going to let up a solo run every solo home run every other game. And if that's something we're willing to, you know, accept, then sure. But this could be another Melanson though. I mean, that's a yeah. scary thing to yeah. think about. Yeah. It's a little less because Melanson was solid the whole way through and didn't really have that's fair. breaking no, that's points fair. with. The... I do think, I, I don't think he will be another Melanson. I, I, I think, I don't think he's all that great. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't understand him um, because I definitely thought like I, when we talked about like him in the last episode 
definitely think that he was a sticky stuff guy because he like well, no, yeah 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 he, i mean he's only throwing four seamers at like 94 95 um and that's like the only pitch he throws um so he purely relies on rpms um which is what the sticky stuff was helping people with so he's yeah. basically throwing a ball that people can't see at all over the plate and they just have to guess and sometimes you hit it most of the times you don't uh and so when we signed him, I was like, being the delusional Braves fan that was, you know, trading for people under 500 and be like, yeah, let's go, reliever. But really behind all that was like, why this guy's going to suck. Um, mm. But then he came over, and this was after the sticky stuff ban, and then he goes like 12 innings of very few hits, no run ball. Um, and I'm like, wow, okay, this guy is now the best reliever on our team. Um, yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden just yeah i think he gave up like seven solo shots in his last 11 appearances or something (laughs) (laughs) and that's not good um that's yeah that's what i'm saying man like just batters figured him out that they just figured they figured him out and i don't don't know if i want that i don't know if we want to roll the dice i but just seeing how dominant and good and like how versatile he is he can come in in any inning and work uh, I just, you know, Griffin. I think the you have to rely on the classic old, like the rule of thumb. It's like if they played for the Pittsburgh Pirates organization, you don't keep them. And you just <laughs> let them go. I think that's the way you do it. Well, already, no. well, I guess now we have to drop. Well, already, <laughs> I mean, the, all the Pirates have had some good pitchers that they like. Uh, like Morton was on the Pirates yeah. and Garrett, Garrett was Cole. on the Pirates. Class now, I'm pretty now. sure was on. Yeah, Class now was. Yeah, dude, the, so I they, just, that was one of the worst trades of all time. You get Chris Archer, who was already like they, had a bad year for, yeah, for Austin like, Meadows, Tyler Glass now, and Shane Baz. <laughs> dude, like. It's almost like comedy. Yeah. It's almost like they make. It's almost like the jokes just write themselves. Do you just think like, when the when the trade was finalized, when uh, Tampa Bay hung up the phone, they just started dying laughing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I picture. <laughs> like uh, the popping champagne bottles and everything. Just... Yeah. Like just, it's like here, here is my uh, Maserati, and you can take my poop right down your yeah. mouth. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> um, but yeah, they really. Oh my god! The fact that the trade was made in like 2015, and Shane Boz is coming in 2022, yeah. like it's still happening. <laughs> but uh, what what would y'all say for Rich Rod? Yes or no? Leaning now, but if they want to give him a shot, sure. What about you, Will? No, I don't think you keep him. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling no as well. If we can get him for like less than 1.5 somehow, then I I do it because I mean he is he's 32. He's only been in the league for five years. Um, I think there's a shot maybe it could be lower, but I think all these estimates are pretty pretty accurate. Um, 3.1 yeah. is way too much for him at this point. Mm-hmm. I I would like to they just and seeing how he's 32 and he's been in the league for five years and he really just started to show up in the scene recently I feel like regardless of him dropping the sticky stuff 
Mm -hmm. uh, I think he got there because of sticky stuff. You're forcing fast mm -hmm. thrower, and you throw 94, 95. Yeah, mm -hmm. I would probably say get that's R RPM city. Yeah. Well, I have a IM football game that I have to go to at nine, and let's I go. To <laughs> and I have to poop before it. So, uh, yeah, we'll get into kind of what we are looking at in terms of potential free agent signings um, next episode, and then do a kind of wider top twenty-five free agent predictions uh, the next one. So, yeah. Chop on, go Braves. We're still the World Series world si we, we won the World Series. We won the World <laughs> Series this year. <laughs> All right. All right. See you all.